issues of my heart. Some of us, I got some issues. I got some things that I'm dealing with. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. Thank you, Lord. So appreciative of what God has done. The least we can do is wave our hands. The least we can do is give praise. The least we can do is thank Him for life, health, and strength. The least we can do for Him touching your body that you saw another day. The least we can do is say thank you. But he'll put his food on your table, clothes on your back. The least you can do is say thank you. He saves you. The least you can do is say thank you. He put a roof over your head. The least you can do is say thank you. He kept you in your right mind. The least you can do is say thank you. You may not have all you want, but he supplies your every need. At least you can say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you, God. We can't have service without you. Thank you for having your way, God. We thank you. We acknowledge your peace, God, your presence, and your lordship. You are the king of kings and lord of lords. We are the Hebrew. Let's give the Lord some praise one more time. He's worthy. To be great. Thank you, God. The danger seen and unseen. You, you kept us. You brought us a mighty long way. And for that, we say thank you. In spite of myself, you still blessed me anyhow. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. In spite of you dropping the ball, God still blessed you. Anyhow. Hallelujah. We thank you. We hope those that are watching, you can feel the same spirit that we feel right here in the presence. In the house. Amen. Jesus is worthy to be praised. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's worthy. It's all right. 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 He's worthy. Excuse us. We just worship him. Yeah. 
in the future. Amen. God bless you and heaven be smile upon you. Amen. Amen.
your presence, and your direction. This is your this is your power. This is your moment. We are your people. These are your sheep. You are our shepherd. We look to you, the author and finisher of our faith. You know our heart's desires. You know what we stand in need of. Some are hurting this morning. Some are crying out in desperation. But we're all grateful this morning. Grateful for what you have done. Grateful for what you're doing right now. And with anticipation, we're grateful for what you get to do. You're God that's always doing. You're always moving. You're always seeking. You're always helping. You're always forgiving. You're always delivering. You're always healing. You're always doing what only God can do. Because you're God all by yourself. We say yes to your will. Yes, yes to your word. And yes to your way. And all of God's people say amen. 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 And amen. Give God some praise one more time. We thank God for the presence of members returning and coming back. Amen, somebody. Amen. It means a lot. And all you got to do is pass the word on. Come on back. It's nothing like being in the house. Amen. 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 First Samuel chapter 17, beginning at verse 1. I have verses 1 through 11. Jonas, uh, I added on verses 48 and 49. But beginning at verse 1, 1 Samuel chapter 17, I'm reading from the NIV translation. Now the Philistines gathered their forces for war and assembled at Sokka in Judah. They pitched camp at Ephesus down between Sokka and Azekah. Verse 2, Saul and the Israelites assembled at camp in the valley of Elah and drew up their battle line to meet the Philistines. The Philistines occupied one hill and the Israelites another with the valley between them. A champion named Goliath, who was from Gath, came out of the Philistine camp. His height was six cubits and a span. He was about nine and a half feet tall. He had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of scale, armor of bronze, weighing 5,000 shekels. On his legs, he wore bronze greaves and a bronze javelin was slung on his back. He was built to kill. His spear shaft, verse 7, was like a weaver's rod and his iron point weighed 600 shekels. His shield bearer went ahead of him. Goliath, as his name, stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel. Y'all better pay attention. Why did you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine? And are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. Let's fight. If he is able to fight and kill me, 
we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subject and serve us. Then the Philistines said, This day, imagine this, y'all. I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' words, verse 11, Saul and all his, all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. Don't miss that. But there's a good ending, y'all, to this story. And I, I must add verses 48 and 49 of 1 Samuel chapter 17. Verse 48, 1 Samuel 17 says, As the Philistine, the giant, as he moved closer to attack him, David, don't miss this, y'all, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Verse 49, reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine, this giant, on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he Goliath the giant fell face down on the ground. I want to talk around the thought of subjects. Giants do fall. Y'all better pray with me. Giants do fall. Let me begin by asking a question. Are you facing any giants in your life this morning? I'm just asking. Are you facing any giants in your life again this morning? Needs to be asked. And you need to consider, you need to really take note of this. The story of David and Goliath is one of the most popular stories in the Bible. Most, if not all of us, know the story. It's been used throughout the world to illustrate the ability of the small to defeat the big. Yes. This story, David, Goliath, is a picture of an underdog, an unlikely fighter in a life of death struggle against a heavily favored bully, a heavily favored opponent. It's about an underdog who defies all the odds and takes his giant out. Y'all better hear this. And with that being said, you don't want to dismiss the power and importance of the message, this message to you this morning. It's a message that says to you and I that you have to have a made-up mind that is willing to defy all the odds in order to defeat the giant in your life. Y'all understand statement. You're going to have to defy the odds. You're going to have to defy the eyes that you're going to defeat the intimidating giant that is trying to bully you into surrender and submission. Yeah. I don't know who God is talking to. You need to know a giant can mean another thing. Let me ask the question again. What giant or giants yeah. are you facing yeah. this morning? Is living from paycheck to paycheck, barely making ends meet a giant in your life? 
Is being unemployed or underemployed a giant in your life this morning? Is having somebody you love addicted to drugs or alcohol a giant in your life? I'm just asking a question, y'all. Is having an emotionally and psychologically abusive husband or wife the giant in your life? Is having a rebellious son or daughter, a rebellious grandson or granddaughter, a rebellious nephew or niece, a giant in your life? Is a disgruntled co-worker who attempts to make your life miserable day after day, eight hours a day, a giant in your life? I'm just asking a question. Is having to constantly battle with the discomfort of health-related issues, physical, emotional, or psychological issues. Is that a giant in your life today? I might be hitting some, some people on the head, head, head on the head of the head. Y'all ain't gonna talk back to me, but uh, uh, underneath the skin, what giant is messing with you this morning? Yeah. Notice a giant could be any number of obstacles in your way. The Bible says Jesus referred to mountains as obstacles. Matthew chapter 17 verse 20. Jesus replied, because you have no or so little faith. Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move. You got a little bit of faith. Whatever that thing is blocking you right now, Jesus said, if you exercise a little bit of faith, you can say, move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Yeah, your giant can just be an obstacle in your world. I heard somebody say, move, mountain. Move, mountain. Get out. Y'all know the story. Get out of my way. Is anybody able to say, ready to say that this morning? Move, mountain. Person, place of faith. Move, mountain. Person, place of faith. Somebody. Any mothers and fathers really still care? I know 
the tents, it was bad. But here, 21st century, our battlefield would be in the hood. But not just the hood in the suburbs. Come on, somebody. Don't ever think that everything's just in the hood. They got folk doing crazy stuff in the suburbs. Y'all know that? You, you, you can move far out and still get shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can move away and still get robbed. You, you can move away and still uh, be raped. It, it's trouble everywhere. Giants is everywhere. Let me see your hands. Y'all know what giants. The text reveals this time that David shows up, there's a different battle formation. Two armies are standing around the valley. They are lined up in battle formation to face each other. Bible says, verses 3 through 7, the Philistines were standing on one hill, and the Israelites were standing on another hill with a raven between them. And he you know with this giant, Goliath, that champion, he's out there challenging you. Come on, Paul. Come on. Y'all put it right in here. I ain't gonna get me up here and get me in trouble. Bible says when Saul and all Israel heard these words. 
they lost their courage and they were terrified. Don't read the Bible, that's why we read it. They were scared to death of Goliath, the giant. They were afraid that it caused them to freeze up. You do know that fear causes paralysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physically speaking, paralysis is the inability, whether temporary or permanent, is the inability to move a part of the body. It's true. For the most part, paralysis is due to nerve Back in the day, they said, I took you off. Come on, nerve damage. Anybody ever had that? Some of y'all was bullies. I know why you used to be the bully. Come on, taking people money. Come on, man. I had a guy when I was going to junior high school, I should be taking away from me on, on Lumpy Street. He was old head to take my dime. Still have pain, still have times of discouragement, 
Self motivation. What happens when I go on vacation for two weeks and all? 
Notice David just been defeated. 
number seven. And you're going to find out God does good. Sometimes we do get more than we can stand. But the Bible's talking about when you get to that point, you got God with you. So therefore, you will be able to take it. He won't get any more than you stand because he's standing with you. Everybody don't fight with God standing with them. They try to battle by itself and you won't be able to make it. I will not have to Be ready to fight whether you're ready or feel like it or not. Am I right about it? God talking to you and to me. Bible says don't be afraid of him. You'll die. Second Chronicles 2015. All them a moment or two. Why? Because the God is not your. God just wants to get glory out of you. Somebody in here today. You say I'm going through. You ain't by yourself. From the pulpit to the door, we're going through. But the opportunity word is going through. Y'all miss it. We're going through. We ain't going to be stuck in the valley. They ain't going to go through. Through the valley. You ain't going to be down, stuck, and die, knock you down, and tell me, I'm going to knock the dying death. We're going to get through. Anybody in here going to get through? We're going to get through. I said, giants do fall. When God is on our side, and I'm good, you ain't got no reason. To be afraid, and if you are afraid, stop staying afraid. I don't care what size the giant is. Hebrews thirteen and six, the Amplified Bible says, "So we take comfort and are encouraged, listen, and confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my help. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread." Yeah. 
No man, no woman, no boy or girl can step into my father in heaven except I am. If you're in here and you want to go to heaven, you haven't already made up your mind. This is your time right now. If you're in here physically, you, you're not saying, slip up your hand and beat you the cross. If you're not saying right now, slip up your hand. Don't, don't be intimidated by who's around you. If you know, I ain't talking to you in the church before. I'm talking to you accepted. Jesus Christ is your Savior. He's the one that died for your sins and mine. If anybody in here not saved and want to be saved, I'm not out there watching YouTube, Facebook. You're not saved, serve up your hand and repeat after me this prayer. Dear Lord, I know that I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself. I accept your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, as my personal Savior. From this day forward, I surrender my life to Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. If you said that prayer, today, salvation has come to you. You are now a member of the family of God. Second part, you're already saved, but you don't have a church home. The door of the ABC is open. Why don't you come? Is there one? You're not saved, but you you need to belong to somebody's church. You wait for a perfect church. You don't have a perfect home. Why do you wait for a perfect church? And if you join a perfect church, you mess it up. Because there's nobody perfect. Out there, if you don't have a church home, the door of the ABC is open to you. Now you need not be a hidden method. You need to come to church next Sunday. Amen, somebody. You need to come. You need to come. You need to let somebody else to go. You're not a hidden member. You remember you were you hide. I hate to come. I hate to walk down the aisle. And if you can't raise your hand, walk to somebody to help you come. You want to become a member? Raise your hand right now. We'll get somebody to help you that. Third class part. You might be backslidden. You need to be restored back to the joy of your salvation. You can be restored. All you got to do is say, Lord, restore me. I made up, messed up, did some things, and I know what I'm pleasing, but I'm confessing it, confessing it up, and I want you to clean. Restore me back to the joy of my salvation. Is there more? Give God some purpose. Give God some purpose. Giants do fall. Giants do fall. Giants do fall. That's what we all know. You make sure you keep the giants do fall. And whoever that giant is in your life this morning, he, she, it will fall. People make this thing. Do I have a witness? Give God some praise one more time. We're done. God bless you. And heaven is all upon you. Give somebody a hug.